Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Hey Roman, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. Well done. And can you say Josh Whittaker? <laughs> can you say it again? Yeah, that's really good. Come away, come away. <laughs> you say go away. Go away. Oh dear. Yeah, forceful. You know, because people say like, "Oh, kids are annoying." But I think <laughs> parents are as well. Yeah. Imagine yeah. someone kept on saying, "Say that." Yeah. Hi, Rob, Josh, Michael. It's my twenty-three-month-old Roman. I wonder if that's named after Roman from um, Succession. Or is a time traveller. Yeah, my 23-month-old Roman. Um, so we've, we have done past lives before. So um, saying your names in the bath, followed by him lovingly telling me to go away. Baby number two is on the way, and Roman is due to be a big brother in November. Also, please could I give a... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we allowing this, Rob? Please, can I have a quick shout-out? This isn't fucking Steve Wright. <laughs> Are we going with it? Please could we give a quick shout out to my best friend Sarah, who has recently welcomed her beautiful second baby, Aoife, and is making having under two under two look easier than it is. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure we do that. No, her husband, it goes on, it goes on. Her husband got a shout out on a cricket podcast. Oh God, he sounds so, boring. Um, yeah. Imagine not only watching it, but listening about it. <laughs> As if cricket hasn't given you enough content. Five days. Surely, whatever needs to be said over that five days has been said. You don't need a podcast about it. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Rob. I do enjoy cricket. I've never listened to a cricket podcast. There is one, isn't there? Greg James and James Anderson. Even cricket fans, that's, like, that's too much for yeah. us, isn't it? Yeah. Do people actually like... I sort of forget people actually like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, like... <laughs> but but like, I'm, I like that river thing, like... If I don't like it, I sort of think, do people go, yes, no, people of course, are different to you, Rob. You do, Rob. Yeah. I've, I've noticed, and we all do that. Yeah, I know everyone does it slightly. But I think because all the things you like are also really popular things, you can't believe anyone would like something that isn't really popular. Yeah, because I was like, I'm quite like, I'm you unapolog- don't. 
unapologetically mainstream and like normal oh. things. I can't, and I, and I'm, Don't say normal. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, that's not how it works. It is. Like normal things. We can't, can, you, can, you, can you call normal things normal anymore? Yeah, but I don't think I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, is any more normal than um, portrait artist of the year. If anything, it's less weird. It's more weird. <laughs> Also, before we carry on with this, my sound's weird because I'm in my office and I haven't got the sound proofing stuff, so it's a bit echoey. So it doesn't sound normal. No, I like that you've got a, sound. Is that shirt that you've got up hung behind right, you just Michael. an attempt to insulate <laughs> the wall? <laughs> Michael said. Michael said if you could put some like stuff around the the mic, it might help. So what I managed to do is see if you can see that. I'll just put. A point. <laughs> Oh my god! I've got a coat there next to some Lego, <laughs> and then another coat there next to the wall. <laughs> but I don't think it's working. <laughs> also, I've been outside loads. So my face is really brown, but look at my arms compared to my you face. You're brown, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, blimey. Um, so, Josh. Tell I me think, about your time. Well, no, I, I think we've got too much, to, literally too much to talk about. I think we've got two episodes worth here, Rob. Right, let's work out how we're going to do this. So, first of all, I don't think we do shout-outs. If that woman wants a shout-out about her kid, <laughs> Eva, right, yeah. I think she needs to get her kid to read out our names. Yeah. Then you get okay. the shout-out. You don't just get okay. a fucking shout-out for having two okay. kids. shout-out withdrawn. Shout-out withdrawn. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, you, you've got two under two. Yeah, loads of people have, right? That doesn't mean you automatically get a shout out, okay? Oh, oh we got a shout out here for for Sarah. She's, but now you're she's taking working. more time on the shout out. Oh, here's a shout out for Sarah. She's working nine to five this week, but who <laughs> fucking cares? Not enough for a shout out, okay? I'm not the sound of one sub stories. I don't want this Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> no. Anyway, no, I'm a bit you on the edge. After have a maximum of six months to live, is that what you're saying? If you want a shout out, <laughs> or, or a nan, or a nan that's just died, nan that's um, just died. I've got a greasy tea, Rob. What's that? What's that mean? <laughs> well, how can a tea be greasy? I looked at my tea when it was coming up. There's grease all on the top. Is it actually grease, or did that bit where it looks a bit shinier than normal? No, it, it is actual grease because I realised I used the teaspoon that I used to put coconut oil in the um, frying pan earlier. Oh no, that is bad. Yeah, because what's yeah. that stuff that gets you? You're a tea connoisseur. I don't like tea, but I have to make it sometimes because I'm still accepting social norms of offering people a tea or coffee when they come into my house. Well, I'm glad you're accepting other people's takes as normal, Rob. Well, not I, just I had a whole routine that like. about that that actually people don't like tea. Oh, you're wrong. So I you're think wrong. it's bollocks. Have we spoke about this before? <laughs> no, but so, I, 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 I see coffee people like and need because they're addicted, right? Yeah. Okay. And anyone that goes, oh, I can't handle the caffeine in tea. You need to fucking grow up. That's pathetic. <laughs> There's not enough caffeine. Can I have a decaf tea? No, you can't. You can either have tea or not. There's not <laughs> enough caffeine in tea to do decaf tea. It's pathetic. If you're buzzing off that, then I don't know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not having it. People drink tea because when they go around your house, you go, do you want a cup of tea? Just because that's what you've always been offered yeah. back in like the olden days. But yeah. if someone offered you nice drinks like orange squash or a yazoo. Orange squash? Oh, okay, you come around my house. Would you like an orange squash, ribena, a yazoo or yop or a tea? Oh, You're not having a tea, are you? <laughs> Sorry, am I coming around to play with your daughters or am I coming around? To- <laughs> Welcome to my pedo's lair. <laughs> you would like... A Yazoo. Who like Umbongo? Umbongo, anyone? Yeah. Um, Kiora. Kiora. Um, Sorry, I'm a bit of a man on the edge. Let's, we've not, a lot, we had a couple of weeks off because yeah. of 
You were on holiday. I was on holiday. Fuck me, these bites. I've got bites all over my fucking legs and it's oh, hurting you so much. you had a bit, did you? A bit of hash brown? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Look at these legs. Got- <laughs> I can't get my legs up. Come on. Well, I'd argue moving the screen's easier, isn't it? I don't know how to Stand get on the chair. The Stand on the chair. Stand on the chair. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. This is mental. You look like an orangutan. Your arms are so long. Great legs on you, Josh. Cheers. There we go. Can you see the bites? Oh, loads of little... Yes, loads. Fucking bites everywhere, mate. (laughs) Oh, fuck. This mental. Tell you what. Michael's been spoiled for reels in the first seven minutes, hasn't he? Clip it up. Clip it up. Let's follow up me laughing at how your granddad died with you standing on a chair. Um, Yeah, so we've got my holiday, and then you went to... I was away working. I went to the Monaco Grand Prix and then straight straight to Wharton Towers, then moved house. Also, I've I've just realised I've got a message for you. Oh, yeah. From someone we mentioned before. I'll do that. Why don't we do that in a 10 minute intro? We'll do that on Friday's 10 minute intro. And also. Don't let them know. Just call it the intro. Don't let them know that it's supposed to be 10 minutes. Because if we go over (laughs) on. Also, these are all just things we've invented. We could just. You know what I mean? We've got. Apart from two episodes a week before Spotify get the arm, we've got. We can do what we want. The 10 minute intro is such a show of how me and you have negotiated with Michael. We just need to do 10 minutes on a Friday, right? Talking of Spotify, though, I've been doing the, um, the AI DJ. You know the AI DJ? No. There's a DJ. They've got like an a, a, like a artificial intelligence DJ that goes, hey, Rob. Um, he'd say Josh for you. Obviously, he's really intelligent artificially, of course. Yeah. He goes, hey, Rob, got some new tracks you might like. And he Here's some normal to- music for you. Some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oasis again. None of that weird shit that Josh tries to enter Josh. That plinky plonky bollocks. <laughs> I've got um, a problem with Spotify, actually. Oh, I don't know whether this is... Because, you know, it's always good to raise things with companies. <laughs> I've been listening to Brown Noise, yeah? Yeah, okay. To get to sleep. Yeah. My fucking Discover Weekly's fucked, mate. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same with Disney songs. Yeah. I've got, like... My top is something called 432HZ Deep Sleep. <laughs> Have you, so you've discovered that this week? Yeah, and then I've got 528HZ Deep Sleep, River of Dreams, 432HZ by Oral Frequencies, Cosmic Intuition, 528HZ. <laughs> These are my recommended tracks of the week now. <laughs> Can I remove that? I don't, How, I don't know. Is it fucked forever? I've got, I've I'm got listening no to idea. it for eight hours a night. They must Spotify, they must go, he fucking loves this stuff. Yeah, so what, what, what should we do, Josh? What should we do? So here? why don't we do your, uh, we'll do you today. Mm. And then we'll do me next Tuesday. You'll do your holiday next Tuesday. Do my holiday next Tuesday. Because there's a lot to get through here. There's a lot to get through here. Okay. And on my 10-minute intro on Friday, intro of any length. (laughs) Miscellaneous length intro. I'll tell you about... I've got this message for you. And I'll also try and tell you about the fact I went to a wedding sober. We are... This is... Rampart. This is rampant. We've got so much good stuff coming up. So, okay. Rob, yes. you went to Alton Towers and moved house. Well, yeah, so I started off at the Monaco Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. Full of some of the worst people I've ever seen in my entire life. So, the actual race, the people that work for all the racing companies are nice. Like, it's, all made, a lot of mecha- it's basically like Quick Fit in space. 
Yeah, so are the mechanics in Formula One, are they like just mechanics? Yeah, like proper just geezers. Like, yeah. I mean, all, all, so many blokes. I've never seen yeah. a, It's like, they're talking about, you know, like Mock the Week. There's women mock- that w- walk up and down with the numbers <laughs> held in the air, isn't there, Rob? Mate, I've never seen so many white blokes working on cars in my entire life. Like being in Essex. It's insane. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just you know, talk about like you know there needs to be more women on Mop the Week, you know, you know, and stuff like that. Quite rightly, but I hope you had in one of them Formula One garages, mate. There's absolutely none. <laughs> well, there's none on Mop the Week anymore either, mate. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so yeah, no, so that all the people that work there are lovely. They're just loads of geezers, yeah. like mechanics and stuff, and then obviously you have the drivers and stuff. But the actual people that go Monaco, oh my god, Josh, they are proper like like just money people, and it's yeah. weird then, and yachts. They're not and, huge fans of tax. Honestly, old men with young eighteen, nineteen, twenty year olds on boats, and it looks it's awful. So not my cup yeah. of tea. So not I, your cup of tea. The, all the Formula One stuff is really interesting. Actually, Rob actually loved it. Filmed oh, he loved it. Oh, he, he was on a yacht. Couple of youngers. <laughs> that was his new slim body. He was there topless, sunbathing, riding, riding the waves. We went to the Grand Prix on the Sunday and we'd been there all week. Then my flight was 7 a.m. on the Monday morning. And I hadn't seen the kids properly for a couple of weeks. And it was half term. Yeah. yeah. So I got the 7 a.m. flight from Nice Airport but, um, to Heathrow. Um, by the way, British Airways again. They flew me business class. Thank you very much. Robin Romesh, the TV show. I had to queue to put my bags in for half an hour both times. And I know that's not a long time. However, surely the point of going business class is to not queue. Am I wrong? Am I right, Josh? You've, lo- you've, you've lost our audience, Rob. You've lost our audience. <laughs> this is the kind of thing they'd be expecting from me. This is not the kind of thing they'd be expecting. Look, Josh, I, it wasn't my money. It was a TV company's no, money. No. But what is the point? And what they've done is, British Airways... People have made- bought skyboxes so that I don't have to fucking queue. Michael, could you have put some... If you've gone back and put a minute of sad music over the top of this, that'd be ideal. Look, I'm trying to get back from the Monaco Grand Prix, okay? <laughs> I'm just a working class. Sort of I just guy. hope your week starts to get much worse, Rob. Well, don't you worry about that. It does. Good. So Good. anyway, the queuing to put my bag in was the highlight yeah. of the week, to be honest. Yeah. Also, it's difficult when every bag's Gucci, it's difficult to tell which one it is on the conveyor belt. <laughs> but Josh, when I got to Heathrow, I had to queue up for, for an hour to check in on business class or world, whatever they call it, Euro Traveller Plus or whatever. And uh, they... But they was like, oh, yeah, sorry, a bit tart and space today. They've built them their own fucking terminal. It's terminal. For- How the fuck can you have an entire terminal and it still be massive queue? Anyway, 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 that's my rant over. I've done too much flying. Um, so um, fly back, get picked up basically at 8.30 a.m. Normally they get from Heathrow. From Heathrow. We meet Lou. We drive to Orton Towers. Did you okay. go home or did you meet them at Alton Towers? At Alton no. Towers, straight to Alton Towers, right? Okay. Not the end of the world. All good. Have a coffee. We plough on. Can, can I ask a question, Rob? Go on. Did you suggest to Lou, why don't I meet you at Alton Towers at lunchtime? I couldn't it do does, that. It feels, it feels like you're going out your way to meet me at Heathrow. Because <laughs> really, you should be going over the M25, not under the M25. Yeah, exactly. It feels like you're going... See, don't... For me... I don't want you to go Don't deroute for me. I look, I care about the environment a lot. Sure, I've done yeah. 15 flights in about two months. However, yeah. I don't want to waste petrol on going under rather than over the M25 when you could be driving to... It's, it's miles away, Owen's house. Yeah, Stafford. 
so far away. Um, yeah. Also, have you ever been to one towers? Uh, yes. I don't like big scary rides, do I? No. That is their thing. That is their thing. That's that. Yeah. That is, I'd say, what they're known for. <laughs> yes. So they've got to see BB's world. I can do roller coasters, Rob. Yeah. Because if you put me in a scary situation where I just have to be strapped in and it happens to me, I'm fine. Yeah. If you're like... <laughs> gonna, you should go Berlin with Tom Allen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bloody love that. Look at the bites on him. <laughs> He's always getting bitten on holiday. <laughs> if I have to take the step, I can't I can't physically do it. Right, so jumping I, off something like that. Like yeah. So you know that thing at the start of that normal show, I'm a Celebrity, where they yeah. walk on the plank out... Over the building and back. Yeah, yeah, when they fly celebrities from the UK to Australia to stand on a plank on the top of a building on, in Queensland, yeah. that normal show. Yeah. That normal show. Yeah. I couldn't do that, but I could be dropped from a skyscraper. Okay. It's, it's interesting, Josh. But you couldn't do it for yourself. So, well, I, yeah. uh, but the, all, the kids absolutely loved Orton Towers, to be honest. There's the yeah. CBeebies world, which they liked. And then yeah. they, but, but, are and they, they ready like, for the bigger rides? Well, some, so my, my kids hate simulators because they got really scared on that one at Legoland. You know, that one I told you about, the Mythica one. Mm. They went on it too young, so they hate simulators, but they love roller coasters. My seven year old refused to go on the gangster granny ride. She wouldn't go on that, but she went on. She's seven. She went on the Wicker Man. Fuck! <laughs> but she's not seen it. To be fair, yeah, no. But and she loved it. She come off. It was like a proper big. So one. what happens on the Wicker Man? It's just a big roller coaster that's got a bit of a scary bit in it, and it's like a big wooden. And is she tall enough? Like could yeah, she, she have gone on she Oblivion? Was, she was just tall enough. Um, there was a couple. No, she couldn't go on some of them. But she was just tall enough for that one. But then my five-year-old wasn't, so that involved her getting a teddy. Um, right. And we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. went around. So when they were going on Wicker Man, we went around like the aquarium bit, which my five-year-old absolutely loved. There was such a lovely woman that worked there who was letting them hold starfish and stuff. And we saw a shrimp come out of its shell, and you know, oh. like they de-shell, they de-shell themselves. Do you know that? Do they? It's like a that's snake nice, gets rid of its skin. Yeah. So we were sure I shouldn't do that. It was quite good. But, oh, um, that's nice. Anyway, so so I had to, basically there was, because we went with another couple, there were kids that couldn't go on the bigger ride. So the people, that, a, a pair, so one adult had to stay off of the small ones. They love CBBs. They love this little mine train one where the guy always goes, choo-choo. Did you go on that one when you went to? Oh, no. It's so funny. Just choo-choo. Every time it goes <laughs> off, it's a little train, but it's, it's really funny. Um, and so... <laughs> I didn't want to go on any of the big rides because they scare me too much. Yeah. You know, which is fine. And it worked out quite well because there was two children that were too small for the big, big ones. Yeah. So it was a lot of me just stood with children. Yeah. <laughs> the whole day, you know. So after a while, you're a bit like, okay, I'm just stood here watching watching you, yeah. you know, watching people do rides. But the kids absolutely loved it. And if you've got really young kids, the CBB world's great. If you've got. Do you think I would be. A fool to go yet with a two and a five-year-old? I'd say, no, you'd probably be all right with the, the CBeebies world, because I'd love that. Would he get? Would he be able to go on things? Yes, some of the smaller stuff. But if you, so basically, it's, it's good if you've got older kids that love big, scary rides. Yeah. And it's good if you've got really little ones that like CBeebies. However, if you've got like 
seven, eight, nine-year-olds, you're probably better off going somewhere else for that age group. But if you like yeah, the yeah. big scary ones, go there. But um, but yeah, that was good. We stayed over. And did you stay in the rooms that were? Did you stay in CBB's hotel? No, we didn't stay in the CBB's hotel. They're quite intense. I love. Mr. Tumble, as much as an ex-parent, I could not have him looming over me on a mural. <laughs> not when Lee and Lula attempted a bit hash brown. Even if you were strapped in? <laughs> even if I was strapped in and he just went at me. Couldn't do it. We, no, we were in a treehouse, which is good because you can share it with another couple. Oh, nice. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. So you need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person, and I appreciate you, and I know exactly what you like, all at the same time. Well, Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This is having a go at all theme parks. I'm, I'm talking Disney Legoland. Is their food fucking awful on purpose or a happy accident? Oh, it's so bad. It's, it's so, so bad. We ordered, my, my, Lou ordered gammon steaks, right? A gammon steak. It said gammon steak for dinner. What came was three super thick rashes of bacon. <laughs> and what's terrible is the, the waitress was absolutely lovely. It was Amy was the waitress. She was so lovely. And, and I feel sorry for her because they can't, She's not, she's like 18 and works in the restaurant. She's not ordering the gammon. No, no, it's of not, course. And then she has to give people three rashes of bacon. It's unbelievable. I'd say, you know, football grounds have a bad yeah. reputation. I'd say theme parks are worse. Oh, for food, I think there's I, nowhere I would, worse than the food. Also, I'd say, and I, I'm a huge fan of this place. As you know, I'm a gold member. Even London Zoo falls under this. <laughs> Even London Zoo. Even the untouchable brilliance of London Zoo <laughs> falls under the, come on, guys, up your fucking game on the food. It's almost like, wow, what can we get away with here? It's so, like they expect you to be either pissed or hungover. That's the, what the food is. It's, it's going to get to the point where the only way they can increase it is if they bring you a burger and then just before you, they put it down, they spit on top of it and look at you in the <laughs> eye and go, 18 quid. Yeah. Because also, I, don't, I wouldn't yeah. mind if it was shit and if it was cheap. 
Because I, no. I don't mind, you know, like a greasy spoon calf where it's like you can get yeah. a breakfast for four quid or something and the, yeah. the, the sausages, are them, they look like fake sausages. All right, Rob, we know you went to the Monaco Grand Prix. Don't try and win us back now, Rob. <laughs> no, but I don't mind that because you go, this isn't the greatest sausage in the world, but it's four, five, but it's expensive. Anyway, apart from that, it was good. The only other issue I How's had... How's the journey to Sol... Not Sulfur, what's it called? Tro- um, Stafford and back. Yeah, it was fine. It's just long, isn't it? Yeah. It's just quite far. And because it's so far, I tried to get a Just Eat or Deliveroo because the food was so bad, but you just can't. No. There's nothing there, Josh. You just can't. You know There's nothing there. Um, something that did happen to me, though, in the showers, we went to the swimming pool. They've got quite a cool swimming pool place in the one towers. Yeah. So I was in there doing the, doing the slides with the kids, blah, blah, blah. All good. Not a problem. And then oh, my, my daughter, though... My five-year-old went down the slide headfirst with her arm out like a superhero. She can't swim. Well, she, she can swim, but not. And I, but she doesn't give Your a shit. Your five-year-old is fucking She's unbelievable. No. She just doesn't give a fuck. She's brilliant. It's insane. And like, my, she my, is punk rock. Your five-year-old. She's like dangerous. She no, it's, it's, it's worrying because all I see <laughs> is just her. Imagine when she's fifteen, Rob. God. Yeah, anyway, so she was... And they, they wanted bikinis, though. Because they're obsessed with crop tops, my daughters, and I don't know why. Why are they watching with crop tops? First series of Towie. I mean, <laughs> who's got crop tops on? They're obsessed with crop tops. Well, it's awful for kids, because, like, my son was out in the... I mean, I don't want to... This isn't... I won't go too far into the holiday. Fucking hell, that's a big cup. I won't go too far into the holiday. <laughs> Yes, it is quite a big cup. You're right, it's a Super Bowl one. <laughs> oh, you've been to the fucking Super Bowl as well. Fuck it out. It's a year for old Bobby D. I, the problem is I do all these things through work. I just don't feel anymore. <laughs> Nothing's normal. Feel. No. <laughs> when we, oh, when we, we walked on the Grand Prix track at like where all the all the drivers are and Chris Rock was there, Tom Holland, Spider-Man and all these mad celebrities and then Romesh came off because Romesh, if I, you think I'm busy, Romesh is scheduled. He's in, you, he's yeah. in Africa for three weeks now filming Miss Adventures. Yeah. Yeah, well, and yeah. um, he, he came off the grid walk thing with all those celebrities and all the loud cars and it was Monaco's. And he went, oh my God. And he went, I went, what? He went, I think I just felt something for the first time in about five years. <laughs> He needs to put a stop to that. Oh, my chair's gone down. I'm just getting used to the new surroundings. Oh, on that sports event thing, I could play your message now, actually, Rob, because it will actually oh, it'll it'll fit in. So someone got in touch with me. Yeah. Someone I know, and he said, um, Oh, I, I know someone, I work with someone that you've mentioned on the podcast. Oh. And I said, Could you get a message from him? And the guy recorded a message. And did you ever used to watch This Is Your Life, where they yeah. record like the voice out and go, "Do you recognise this voice?" Yeah, he's delivered it exactly like. Do you remember this person? And the go, chair again, fucking hell, oh, Rob. Sorry, fuck it. It's, not my, it's a different chair that I'm. It's all. Everything in my life's different now. <laughs> sorry, Josh. No, it's all right. Yeah. So this is Rob Beckett. Do you remember meeting this man? Rob. It's Pink Jacket Man here from Whisper. I've just about finished celebrating hash browning after the BAFTAs. I appreciate it went a bit Wilston Raider on you on stage. But watching it back, see Romish didn't have your back. I spent the whole night on the dance floor waiting for you. Where were you? He goes on. Yep. I bet but he does. He get, just, I saw him accept his award. He doesn't, uh, 
he's not quick. Yeah, that's the guy that I, I took the piss out of at the BAFTAs. Yeah. And he, uh, he tried to start on me. He's oh, But anyway, the reason I bring it up yeah. is... Uh, Fancy working with us. We've got the British Grand Prix, Wimbledon and the Ashes coming up. Take your pick. There you go, Rob. Some more fucking sports coverage for you. Right. So I can go... I, yeah, but I think, he, I think this is a honey trap. Yeah, I do as well. I think he's going to lure me in and bash me up wearing his pink jacket. Do I want to go to the British Grand Prix? Um, probably not this year. You've already slagged off the ashes. Yeah, probably leave that as well. Uh, and Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Um, no. How was moving house, Rob? <laughs> How was moving <laughs> No, I've not told you what happened to me in the showers, have I? Orton's oh, yeah, sorry. So I was in the shower, showering the girls. Um, obviously, I'm in trunks. They're in their bikini outfits, whatever. And yeah. um, we're in there. And obviously, a few people have recognised me at Orton Towers. All of a sudden, I'm in there. And a woman starts taking a photo of me. What? Starts, starts taking a photo, a photo of me and my children in the shower because it's like the communal shower section, yeah. and I'm like, is she taking a photo? But I'm, I'm trying to be a bit more like chilled and zen about that. But and then I'm like, I, I couldn't really work it out. But there was a lot of people in there. And I didn't want to yeah. sort of have a go. And then That's uh, weird. and then Lou went. Lou just went to. Her, I don't think you should be taking photos in here. Good work, like, Luke. Which is quite good because it's not like... Yeah, yeah, It's not like, are you taking a photo of me because I'm famous? Yeah, and then because then they immediately go, no, I don't even know who you are, which is a fair response, and they probably don't... They might not know who I am, yeah. but it's sort of just an awkward thing to do. And then she was like, oh, no, sorry, I'm just... um, um, I was just taking photos of my daughters. I was like... <laughs> so now you're taking photos of your teenage daughters in the shower. I mean, that's, that's worse in a way, isn't it? At least I've been on play to the whistle. Come on, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, no, sorry. And then and then Lou was like, well, I don't think you should be taking pictures in a shower. There's children in here and stuff like that. And we went, okay, sorry. Um, and Lou said, I think you should probably delete it. And she went, okay, I'll sort of delete it. And then um, and then later on, she came up to Lou and went, I'm so sorry about that. I didn't think I was just, you know, because I, I used to get really angry and triggered by that, as anyone would. If you're, if you're someone taking photos of your children in a shower, yes. that's that's almost like most people's red flag to attack. Yeah. Isn't yes. it? And, be, yeah. and if you got arrested and said, why did you beat that person to a pulp? And you said, well, take <laughs> photos of my children yeah. in the shower it's like yeah. oh, off you go mate it's, absolutely fine yeah. no problem um but i think she was just um obviously just didn't think it through did she but no that was quite stressful being photographed yeah well do you know what rob yeah I'm, I'm on your side in that situation and i think i think it is weird when i see people photographing me yeah however i should i need to admit something rob go on so i i've well come to the holiday in the next episode as we've discussed yeah. There's quite a lot of footballers in the resort I was in. Oh, oh yeah, they just finished the season. They just finished the season, right? Apparently, the Leeds players had flown out at 8am on the Monday after getting relegated on the Sunday. But anyway, that's not... (laughs) (laughs) All these footballers turned up, I didn't know who they were. So I was told Arteta was there. Obviously, that's exciting. Manager Arsenal. Jungberg, former Arsenal legend. Yep. Yeah. Eddie Howe, manager of Newcastle. Yep. I'd have recognised all of them. Didn't see any of them. No. Rafa Nadal. He was there. Apparently. Didn't see him. No. But all these people I'm talking to at the pool and at the beach are like naming footballers. Mid-level Premier League footballers that I don't know what they look like. Oh, I'd know all of them. I know. I don't don't know. know. Because I'm not that fussed about it anymore. I'm just not normal anymore, (laughs) Rob. So then we go to dinner on the last night and it's full of men that look like footballers. (laughs) <laughs> okay. with women that look like footballers' wives. Sort of sad but rich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but enough about Rose. But, um... 
Um, but women that look like footballers' wives and men that look like footballers. Yeah. But I don't know who any of them are. So yeah. I'm searching pictures of Leeds players to try and match them. <laughs> okay. And then at, at dinner. At dinner. I've got to admit it, Rob. Yeah. I took a few sneaky photos to send to my friends that know about football no. to say, do you know who these people are? Josh, but you'd hate that if someone did that to you. I know. I once, I was once in a nightclub in Ibiza, Rob, and I saw someone looking at their phone and looking at me and looking at their phone. And then I went round and saw they were looking at the Google search ginger comedian and trying to check. <laughs> Load of pictures of Andrew Lawrence trying to cross-reference them with me. We, that's why I don't get too angry at people now. Where no. we, the way we do it, me and Louis, when it's just me, I just ignore it and I just accept yeah. it. That's just what my life is now, and that's yeah. you accept it's, that. It's the price you pay for paying playing for Leeds. Yes, it's the price you pay for going on Mock the Week. Well, the price you pay for going on Mock the Week is more money on writers than you get for the fee. But let's not go into that, Rob. <laughs> That was it's so mad that, that we could talk about that. That TV show was so poorly paid. It, it cost you money to appear. Because <laughs> she needed have writers. <laughs> but you probably didn't really need to have writers. But the thing was that everyone had everyone, writers. It's like an arms race. It was like yeah, a space exactly. race. <laughs> you got, you, the first time you've ever gone on it and Frankie Ball's there and he's got two writers. And you think, well, am I just going to go at Frankie Ball without, a, without any backup? <laughs> So Frankie Ball's the best on it, and he's been on it 10 years, and he's got two writers now, but I'll probably do it on my own. Anyway, but no. <laughs> um, I've just sent you a couple of photos, Rob. Okay, cool. So th- this is what I want to say. I accept it with it when it's me, because that's just yeah. what I've signed up to. Yeah, but when, they, when your kids are involved in it. If my kids are involved. What we do is I get Lou to go, can you stop taking photos of my children? And they'll go, sometimes go, we're not taking photos of kids, we're taking photos of him. I go, well, I don't care about him, but my kids are in that picture, so stop yeah. doing it, which is, so Lou did that. So well done, Lou. Thank you for that. Right, let's have a look. Oh. Right, okay, let's see. <laughs> this is so, this is so weird, Josh. I, I don't recognise him. Is he a footballer? The first one. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, Rose and Rose. Is that Rose's mum on the holiday? Yeah. It's absolutely livid that you've, you're doing this. He's walked past. The guy stood behind Rose walking past. He signed a signature for a child, so he must be a footballer. <laughs> Don't recognise any of them. Oh, I think I think it might be some Newcastle players. I think there's the bloke behind you in the pink might be the assistant at Newcastle. Ah. Oh. Um, he gets those abandoned because he always he's quite attention seeking. So he always oh, tries right. to shake the other manager's hands before. Well, I fed some ducks with him later in the evening. Did you? Yeah. I think his name's Jason Tyndall. Jason Tyndall. Google Jason Tyndall. Is that him? I don't know if it is actually. No, no, no. no that's it's not him. him. It's not the duck feeder. There we go. What a weird, what a weird thing for me to do. I do apologise to them. I know. Well, but you, if I knew they were, I'd take them. them. <laughs> <laughs> they up. I was sneaking okay. photos of them. Right. Um, yeah. So, so, tell- so we come back from Orton Towers on Wednesday. We moved yeah. the house on Saturday. Um, and then on the Sunday before we went to Orton Towers, someone crashed in to lose car. Everyone's oh, all no. right. But they're reversing oh, no. to the front of it and it's got a light on it well, now. Well, she was in it. Yeah. With a- oh, fucking oh. this chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, with- she was in it with the kids and they- it was in a car park. They reversed into it. Anyway, he got the- she got the number and um, his-, his name and he's just not answering the phone. Oh. 
That's bad. We've got his number oh, plate. Fing P. I know. Fing. I know. You effing C. Yeah. Yeah. You complete C. However, you complete C. we've rung the insurance and given him his name, his car reg, car make, and phone number. And I think they're trying to contact his insurance, but he might oh. just go. No, it wasn't my fault. If he's listening, his fault. Yeah. If he's listening, fess up. If you reverse into a Honda electric car park in Bromley, you yeah. know what you've done. And do you know what? And do you know what? And do you know what? Do what you want to do. I'm not going to push you in that butt. I will sleep peacefully at night. And you know what? <laughs> it's what it is. Maybe I'll have to cough up. Maybe I'll lose my no claims. No, maybe I'll have to pay extra 500, whatever my excess is. Oh, and do you know what? I'll pay it. And I'll pay it with a smile on my face because I'm a good person. But you, you dirty c- <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I take that back because he might he might be complying just for his insurance. He might not want to take a call off someone, which is fair enough as well. Yes. So he might yeah. be complying. So I don't know um, what what's going on there, but I'll report back. But so that car is out of action. Yeah. We're moving house. The only weekend we could move house because Lou's going to see is, is this weekend, and Lou was in Centre Parks with the girls because it oh, got no. delayed for numerous reasons. I'm not going into. Yeah. So this was the only weekend we could do it. I was off work. Lou had already had centre parks booked with the kids, and I was excited. So Lou went to centre parks in the big family. So you moved house on your own? I had removal, men. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was, <laughs> the, I was the only person there. In the end, Lou's dad popped round to help me clear the garage out of the new place because the builders had left some stuff oh, in there. Gosh. But I was moving on my own, and the only car I had to get to and from was a Nissan Figaro. <laughs> and if you Google a Nissan Figaro... It's the world's smallest car without a boot. No boot. It just hasn't got a boot. <laughs> Google and it's a Figaro, Josh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I knew it was the, it was the yeah. one you bought low. Yeah, it couldn't of, even fit the broom in it. Her dream car. car. Yeah, her dream car. Yeah, so, it's the kind of thing a Sylvanian family would drive. <laughs> right. However, there isn't a Sylvanian family in it. Just one man. One man. It has never felt more like Lou had left me, but I was still keeping the family home. <laughs> And she was at her mum's. I was, and they were like, "Where's your wife?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, she'll be there. Don't worry, she'll she'll be coming back." Where's all the kids' stuff? I'm like, "Yeah, don't worry about that now. Just just put it all in there." Um, so, so, so did, please tell me you, you paid the extra for them to box it up. A hundred percent. There's no way I could do that. That is the best money I've ever spent in my life. Yeah, and I don't mean that like more than when I buy my inhalers. It was about, they they wrapped they they individually wrapped the eggs. Yeah. They moved eggs. What? <laughs> Just like eggs. <laughs> well, I was unboxing. I was like, there's of eggs. They're a good company, though. But, um, they're, but, <laughs> but they're what? So we had them before, right? And they're called M25 Movers, and they were really good, really good company. Yeah. However, because we used them before, and then we um, looked on the website, and I was like, I oh, will book them again. They were really good, really polite, really yeah. efficient, took stuff down, put it back up. You could, I literally couldn't fault them for what they did. Anyway, I went on a website and the like, website's a little bit like Brexit-y because it was like, oh, we've been working for 20-odd years and even in, despite the influx of cheaper foreign labour, we've oh, maintained the oh. business. And I was like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, it sounds a bit Brexit-y, but they are cheaper. How, how much do my morals stretch for an extra grand? I've already got a car crash to deal with it. <laughs> I'm paying it so they're a grand less than the other people. So I was like, oh, God. Anyway, so I thought, oh, I'll just book them because they were good. Like, you know, let's, yeah. you know, let's, I, I always say meet the man, not the website. Exactly. Anyway, As you've always said that. Um, you've always said that. Turned up. All Ever foreign. since I first met you on Facebook. Yeah. All, all foreign. foreign. All foreign. <laughs> all foreign. Everyone. A mixture of Italian and Polish. Um, lovely guys. 
lovely guys. And I don't know. And it feels like they're sort of like I don't know if. I don't know what I don't know if what what that website's getting at, but they're just no. too far. And I was chatting to the, the bloke's Italian who's talking about Juventus. He wants Inter Milan to lose because he hates really good cast. I was like, what a weird. Yeah. I was like, I was expecting you could, Union you, Jack. If you, if you get him again, could you check if he recognised any of those footballers? <laughs> yeah, I'll send them to him now. I'll see what he says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was dealing with the. Um, the move. And so Lou went on the Friday morning. They were coming to pack the boxes up on Friday. We got back from Morton Towers Wednesday, Thursday. I had to go into London to do some work and filming. And I was running around between like, cause I, was, I had to have four or five days off to do the move. Yeah. I was doing oh, everything gosh. in one day and it was too much. And then I got a phone call. I got loads of stuff. I'll text one of the most stressed I've been in ages. Cause I've got in quite a good place now where day to day stuff doesn't really stress me. Yeah. I'm calm with the kids. I'm calm with my work and I can do some really big, like, the BAFTAs, I was doing lots of meditating, lots of breathing, and that is a big stressful gig, and I managed to enjoy it and be present and very chill. Yeah. But what happens is when you do stuff like that, either at work or whatever, it gives you a lull into a full sense of security. You're like, I'm better now. I don't get yeah, anxious yeah, or stressed. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I've cracked this. And then your ego comes out, you start getting a bit cocksure. Yeah. But I went on a, a proper like spiral where... I was like oh on the phone, I'm wandering sorry. around the street, trying to find my next like VO session. And I had like a cap on. I looked like oh, all my clothes were packed up. I had no clothes. I didn't have any. And I'm shuffling around. And then I got a phone call saying, now that's moved. And I got a phone call from my, and nothing big. Like my accountant said, oh, we need to have a catch up next week. And because yeah. of like my poverty mindset thing, which is where if you've never had yeah. any money and you sort of, every time you get any money or anything, you feel like you're going to ruin it or do it all wrong yeah. and all that, that flares up because it no, it almost like it, it can see a gap for your anxiety to creep in and, and it starts coming at you. And then I had a phone call from someone else and other businessy stuff and it was all coming in. And, and, and even though I'm sort of, you know, on paper, you'd put me down as like a, a happily married, successful person. I still feel like that scared 16 year old going for his first day of work at a Sainsbury's. Yeah. I still feel oh, like Rob. I don't know what I'm doing. I just turn up and hope for the, you know, even though yeah. I do, the truth of it is I do know what I'm doing and I'm sensible and stuff like that. But it was all too much. And I was like that. And then the, the, the traffic was busy. I was in London. It was like, oh, and, I, and I, I, I've never done this before in my life. I, I grabbed my I had a baseball cup and I grabbed it, squeezed it and threw it on the floor. <laughs> what? Like, like in a film. Like, like you'd, you'd lost a bet at the bookies in a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I sort of did that and it made me laugh and it made me go, right, this, you're not all right here, Rob. No. But I, I, but I sort of was oh. easy on myself to go, yeah, but it, moving house is stressful. It's and I've, I, it's one of the top, it's the, isn't it the worst stressful thing you can do? Isn't that what people really, say? Yeah, one of the most stressful things. And I'd come off the back, I worked every day in May. Every single day I worked. Yeah. So I'm coming back off the back of, and I, I know it was a fun, nice things, but you are yeah, at Monaco yeah. Grand Prix and stuff like that. You are working, there's a pressure and yeah. it's, it's stressful. It's, it, I'm very lucky to do what I do. But when you don't have a break from anything, yeah, it, yeah. it gets too much. And I was like, and then on the move day, it was, it's like the, the move, day, you know, I was lucky enough to have the, the movers and stuff like that and tell them where to put it all. But um, we, got, we, we all got in eventually. So that was fine. And if you are moving house and you find it very stressful, I would recommend that John Robbins and Ellis James new, new episode of their, how do you cope podcast? Yeah. Really interesting episode. Cause Ellis talks about being quite stressed from family pressure and moving house. Yeah. 
which really made me laugh because I was in the middle of it as I listened, <laughs> surrounded by boxes. And then John, who's um, who's oh, it's brilliant, like four or five months sober now, is he? Or is it more yeah, yeah. sober? He talks about his journey with his alcohol problems and stuff, and it's really enlightening and, 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 and impressive. So that, that is a good listen if you are a bit stressed yeah. and struggling. But, yeah, and I think in trying to be open and honest on this podcast is always best to be. Truth, totally. I felt so stressed, and when you've got, oh. you know, no, and you know, you've got the kids have got to move in. You threw the stress now, yeah. So, it, I, so that was like the Thursday, and then the Friday, I was a sort of a mess, just like watching them pack it. I couldn't even watch them pack it up. I was sort of just like all quite stressed with it all, because also as well, my I work from home a lot of the time, so you got to get all your stuff in there and set up. And then when we got to the house, and there's no in- <laughs> there was no internet, obviously, because there's no Wi-Fi when you get there. Yeah, of course. Also, I've gone to the countryside now, Josh. Have an eye. Oh no! There is yeah. no phone single, zero. No, of course, no, yeah. just no. You cannot phone someone or get a text message. Zero four G. Fucking hell! So we've got Wi Fi now. I was there for four days on my own with no yeah. phone signal or four G or Wi Fi. I was like, I do you know what? I think it's be quite good for me. Like spiritually, just have some time, totally alone. <laughs> Wait for I, I, do you know what? I love the internet. I fucking love it. I love Instagram. Oh, it's toxic. It's bad for you, is it? No. Do you know what's worse? My brain. That's what's worse. <laughs> Being alone, just with this. I, I need the internet to you because the internet is good if you use the right useful tools on it. Because when I've got the internet, I can find a meditation. I can find some brown noise. You can find all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that was just absolute carnage. That, yeah, that oh first three days of just no. Also, I was just, just saying. Just sitting, just sitting. Well, I was unpacking boxes, but I was like, I had one album downloaded. Because you know, <laughs> I don't download, no one downloads yeah. it anymore, do they, right? No. I had one down, so I had a few podcasts downloaded. At one point, I just drove for 20 minutes until I got 4G to download some more podcasts in my figure, oh, looking like a man on the edge, still with no family <laughs> in his massive house in the countryside, just alone, big family home, no one in it. <laughs> And then um, for the first day before I was doing that, because I was unpacking boxes, um, I just I only had a Kanye West album. And I thought, but he's, he's, I'm not allowed to listen to him. <laughs> but it's all I had, Josh. I don't know, I don't know, if, that's, I don't know if that's allowed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. So um, anyway, so we're sort of, we're, we're moved in now. There's about a million different... What's your percentage box-wise? Well, we had 112 boxes... Okay. Yeah. But they do crates now, not boxes. So you have to give the crates back. It's not cardboard anymore to, to oh, save good. the planet, right, these guys. Yeah. They're a really good company. So I think don't ignore their website because I think it yeah. might be a bit of a mistranslation that I read. But yeah. they're, they're a good company. Um, so I've got, I, I did 45 crates on my own Saturday and Sunday <sighs> out of the 112. But they're coming to get them tomorrow, and I think we've only got like four or five. But we're just going to pour them on the floor. That's what we're doing at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, we, yeah, we've worked our way through the boxes. Yeah. But the pile's just, back. The pile is back. The pile is big, the biggest pile you've ever seen in your life. Um, and stuff. But yeah, so we, um, I'll, I'll give you an update of how we're going. But I would say Sky, John at Sky. I want a big shout out at Orton Towers, Amy, oh, here we go. Nick. Dave, lovely people. Um, Suddenly we're doing shout-outs. Um, yeah, but they were nice people at Orton Towers. And I want to say big up to John at Sky. Because where I am is a bit of a middle of nowhere. John, I spoke to John at Sky about 15 times, right, over the last few months. Genuinely to the point now, if I'm up in Scotland, that's where he is, that's where he's based. Yeah. I would think, oh, I've got to go in Glasgow. Is he based in Scott on, on the Isle of Skye? <laughs> yeah, that, that's where they started. Do you not know? <laughs> I reckon if I was doing, if I was up in Scotland doing a gig, I'd, and I'd think, who's up here? Go, oh, yeah, Kevin Bridges is up here. Can we out with him? Oh, yeah, John, John from Skye. Yeah. And I, I, I think I'm two more phone calls away from just ringing up the, the help desk number and saying, hello, is John there? And he goes, hello. And he does my account name, my number, and all that. Yeah. And then I go, fancy a drink after my gig, John? <laughs> <laughs> we've built up such a rapport um, thanks John and I'd like to do a big shout out to all my friend footballers that I've been hanging out oh, with yeah what are their names again uh, the left back the right back the midfielder we've had a great balance and um, thanks for doing the photos with me the with you great guys great, great guys, guys. Um, cool anyway yeah so that's my we'll do your holiday next week and then we'll just have a, yeah. I've got some other little bits and bobs we can chat about on the, on Friday and we've got a 10 minute start on Friday maximum 10 minutes before our guest <laughs> max for everyone minutes. to look forward to um, yeah sorry if I've blabbered on there but um, no I loved we've, it we've been we've been apart for a bit so we're it's, it's good to catch it's, up it was a lovely roller coaster. no pun intended oh yeah um, uh, that definitely not intended thank you uh, small business yeah let's go uh love listening to your podcast which entertains us regularly on our commutes and travels would love you to give my sister hannah a small business shout out she runs an osteopathy clinic in south hampshire and dorset specializing in deflating uh, said windy windy babies that's very useful we had a problem very niche. osteopathy osteopathy for baby. i don't think it's just that oh that's so just- they do other osteopathy yeah, yeah, they do other osteopathy, but she's very good at that. Right. And she calls that osteopathy for babies is what she calls it, but her sister calls it deflating windy babies. Yeah. Uh, breastfeeding support as well as pre- and postnatal treatments to help mums adapt to pregnancy. She can offer treatments for dads who have hurt themselves, showing off or lifting babies out the cribs. That's me. The website is abshot, A-B-S-H-O-T, osteos.co.uk. A-B-S-H-O-T, osteos.co.uk. Instagram. Abstract osteopathy. Facebook, abstract osteopathy. There's a lot of sh in that, and that's not very good for you, is it? Yeah. No. Abshot. Abshot. That, well, that's where your accent kicks your, um, you know, your people do impressions of you. It's just yeah, no. Josh Watercombe. It's a place. It's a place. It's a hamlet in Hampshire. Hamlet oh, in Hampshire. Yes. Rob. Okay. Okay. You're closing in on Sean Walsh Okay. Um, right, here we go. Uh, hi, Rob and Josh. Not quite a small business, but more like a small local hygiene bank in desperate need of Ooh. funds. Um, I volunteered with the Care Bank in Southend over the last year, an amazing community-built hygiene bank providing things like nappies and period products to those in need. Recently, they've had to cut down how often they open from fortnightly to monthly due to major issues getting funded. We are desperately trying to fundraise. We'd love it if you could give us a small business shout out. Instagram is Southend Care Bank. Thank you. Keep being sexy and relatable. Amy, there we go. If you need to use it or if you want to donate, go to Southend Care Bank on Instagram. Josh, I'll there see we go. you. Uh, 
Thank you for listening. See you for 10 minutes on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. No, nothing more, nothing less. Nothing more, nothing less. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.